0: everybody to thanks for your concern you're here with bernie say and i'm ella and this week we're going to talk about our funny roommate stories as well as a little bit of sorority part two
1: yes the juice is the drama the secrets we love it. So do
0: we want to do a little
1: check-in? <laughs> yes, absolutely. You know, Ella, this weekend, I was, in fact, the messiest bitch of the land. I won the award. I decided to drink the most I have probably all year for literally no fucking reason. And then, you know, sometimes you get, like, to the level of messy where you start saying shit you don't even, like, really mean. Yeah. Like, you're just, like, angry or sad. Like, one of the emotions just, like, really takes over. Right. So that was me. And I was not the kindest. And now, obviously, like, I browned out. So I don't remember, like, everything. But but I know that that just wasn't my best self. So I had Mm -hmm. like a really tough Sunday. And then today I had the Monday scaries and I had to go to work. And I was like, I hate my life.
0: I had, you know, so they, we kind of like, I, they gave us a half day on Friday because Mm we've been working a lot. Um, By a Keeping lot, moral high. I mean that salary is a fucking trap, but that's a separate story for a separate day. But um, yeah, so this weekend I just kind of had anxiety because I knew I was going to go into Monday. Like I was like, do I even take the day because I have so much right. stuff that needs to be done? But then I was like, you know what? You've already capped at 40 hours. You know, this job You're doesn't done. deserve yeah. more than that. And I came into work and I was like. I fucking hate this shit. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you should be able to leave at forty hours. Anyways, so <laughs> that's something we're
1: like looking into. Yeah. You <laughs> Digesting, know Digesting,
0: reflecting. But you know, it's Monday. <laughs> But this will drop on Wednesday,
1: so by Wednesday we'll be fine. Yeah, everything will think. be fine. By I think Wednesday. by the like time you hear this, I'm gonna be a new person. Mm-hmm. Also, my laptop broke, and I didn't notice until today because I was indisposed for two days. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Oh, she doesn't turn on anymore. Okay, um, that's an issue. So we my- need to look into that. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, yeah. a problem. My life is a little bit in shambles. I do move in less than a month, and I uh, don't have furniture yet. But that's okay. Everything's gonna be fine."
0: We're going to be great. Everyone, listen here. Everything's going to be fine. So let's just buckle up and enjoy this next little potty. Uh, Potty?
1: No, girl. No, that's not a look. Potty's never going to be a thing. Enjoy this epi. Okay, bye. (laughs)
0: Okay, so we're talking about roommates. And mm-hmm. they were roommates. And we're also gonna talk about living with I would say the worst roommate situation, which was sixty motherfucking bitches in a sorority house. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're gonna start off with like roommate stories, and I'll tell you the worst roommate that I've had. It was, was it m- me? No, it was my mom. It was <laughs> my mom for sure. It was like she's gonna come for me. No, 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 no. It was my mom, dude. But moving I think that like a lot of people, they don't realize that maybe their parents and them, the reason they have issues or because they're bad roommates yeah you know and they're
1: not meant to live with everybody
0: yeah so i think that me and my mom we used to butt heads all the time because it was just like we were just not compatible as roommates Mm -hmm. so you know i know that you can't like move out of your parents house when you're a kid but maybe think about it from a roommate situation and be like okay how could i improve us living together
1: yeah roommates are definitely tricky i think i think i'm just the point that i realize that i will probably want to live on my own very very soon yeah um it is Ditto. kind of what it is like right now i'm going into another situation with roommates and i'm going to try to make the best of it but i know that i'm a difficult person to live with because i am very set on my own ways as much as i'm like I love people and I love being around people. I have a very specific way that I want to live my life and I don't necessarily like other people messing with that.
0: Yeah, I think for me, I also have like an issue with like I like like I'm very I like to know where things are. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And so and I like things to be in their place. And when you have someone else that's like not like that. It sometimes can drive you crazy. Like, literally, I was talking to my therapist about it and she was like, so we might have some OCD tendencies. Like, let's circle back (laughs) to this later because this seems like this is like an ongoing problem for you. And I'm like, yeah, it is something that just bugs the shit out of me. And sometimes it's like, okay, do you want to live where you always have to like be on the edge with another person so maybe that's something i have to work on with me but also like if i controlled my own environment
1: Mm -hmm. i
0: think my life would probably be better off you know
1: i i agree
0: yeah yeah i'm
1: also like i want to be a clean human being i just don't think that that's ever going to be my reality because sometimes like I say this all the time. The depiction of my living space is sometimes like how my brain is doing, and yeah. my brain sometimes is just like really scatter, and I don't even notice that like my room is messy for days because I'm doing so much shit. I know. I, I definitely understand that, mm-hmm. and. Sometimes, like, honestly, I will say,
0: though, like, I feel like your messy is, like, semi-acceptable. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're not, like, a disgusting human being. Like, okay. I've lived with a couple of those, and that's super frustrating.
1: Like, you, like, clean things. It's just, like, it might be a little, like, yeah. a little crazy, crazy. I also have a lot of hobbies and not, right. usually not enough space. So shit kind of goes everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. Um, but my, I wouldn't say it was my worst roommate situation, but, like, I grew up in a Mexican household where you walk into a room, you gotta say hello to fucking everybody in the room. Mostly when you, like, it's a guest, or you don't live there, or whatever. Just as a sign of respect. I had a roommate that, obviously, I'll take accountability, I wasn't the best roommate. But this specific thing was my biggest pet peeve. She just wouldn't say anything. Like, people would walk into, like, the room, and she would either, like, get up and leave... Or not say a word to anybody, and like we had common friends. Like she knew some people that like I knew, and suddenly yeah. when we started living together, she was like fucking didn't say fucking shit. I know that's actually my pet peeve
0: too. I think it's honestly like so fucking rude. Like I don't know why. I was talking about this with Ian like a couple of weeks ago, and I was like, I just hate when I go to someone's house and they're just like silent. It's like what hi hi <laughs> like what's good how are you and like I just would never do that. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, yeah, and. Right now, I have three other roommates, and another reason why I want to live alone is I came home recently, and we always kind of, like, have people over, but, like, there seemed to be no one home, and then there was just, like, somebody in the couch, right, and that I didn't know, so I was just like, hey, hello, and then they are just like, hey, and then I was just like, okay, um, maybe we know them, maybe we don't know them. Maybe they're I'm broken. No, I have no idea, but it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and I think something like in college I didn't think it was that big of a deal was like you know hookup culture you have a lot of like strangers like coming into your Mm -hmm. house but now that I'm a little older that freaks me out more maybe it's because I'm more afraid of a dying by murder yeah and uh, yeah so I I think now having people that are always gonna have kind of like strangers over it freaks me out you know I watched that Ted Bundy
0: documentary I mean I 100% agree I would have to say like I low-key was thinking about that with um, my current roommate, who's my cousin. Like, he doesn't have random hells over here. And I'm like, thank the fucking God. Just because, like, <laughs> nothing's worse than, like, like being like, okay, so, I'll, okay, I'll out myself. So, if I misplace something, I'm usually pretty sure on where it's supposed to be. So, I will accuse anyone of stealing from me. <laughs> right. I mean that dead ass seriously like I've thought like oh my god my dear friend stole from me how do I confront her and so I just feel like anything that would go missing in my house or I misplaced I'd be like it was that dumbass hoe you had over here I know she stole my stuff and then I'd have to make a big deal about it and then I realized that like I misplaced it yeah you found it later yeah it wasn't their fault at all (laughs) I will say, though, the one thing that I've learned from roommates is when I had my first roommate, I, like, didn't say anything because I wanted to be, like, the chill, cool roommate. (laughs) Right. And they did something really random. And people are going to be like, bitch, you're crazy. But, like, I would get so frustrated because they would, like, let's say we have no dishes in the house, right? Right. Because they're all dirty. Okay. Like, she would improvise. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, she would eat a thing of cottage cheese and then eat something out of that bin, like, out of that container. Instead of just washing the dishes. Instead of just washing the dishes. (laughs) And I was like, "Ah, not that big of a deal like it's not that big of a deal you know what I'm saying but then it got to the point where I was like one time I just like was drunk and messy And I was like hey you know it's really weird that you just like would rather eat a thing of cottage cheese instead of do dishes and she's like what I was like you do this thing and it fucking bugs me and she's like oh you should have said something and I had been sitting on this yes. for like eight months like yes. we only lived together for like four months after that and I was like Oh, that's well, you on know. me. <laughs> I didn't want to <laughs> disturb the peace. You piece. know, like I
1: just I uh, that's the worst part. When you have an issue, it's like, well, you live with this person? So, right. You don't want to Yeah, you don't want to disturb the peace and also
0: it's like on some level you know you're kind of being crazy. Like I mm-hmm. know with me sometimes I'm like this bugs me, but I don't think it's really that big of a deal and if I think about it rationally, yeah. I know I'm being irrational, but it still bugs me. It's cuz it's like I feel like with roommates the hard part is
1: is that once you start building shit up, Mm, it's like, like a rethink- ticking time bomb bro oh my god yeah Yeah, I was a little rude to my sister this weekend I had to apologize I was doing some foul behavior for no good reason other than the fact that we're not compatible roommates you know which you know no beef to either of you it's just how it is yeah and I think I mean living with family can be tricky because they are yeah. still your family <laughs> I think you also already have dynamics
0: going into mm-hmm. it where there's expectations based on like previous history
1: Right, right, right. And it's also like she's my older sister, so she feels yeah. like she can say certain things to me that she doesn't seem as maybe rude, but I just right. kind of don't say anything because I don't really want to stir the pot. So I don't have the energy. I feel
0: that. I mean, not wanting to stir the pot is interesting. So funny. <laughs> I have a couple funny roommate stories before we get into sorority stuff. So I had a boy roommate, and we went on one date, and it didn't work out because mm. it didn't work out. So he's strange. Yeah, you know, like it just didn't work out. Like whatever. So then, like, like him li-
1: with us living didn't together. This dude asked to eat you out on your period. Th- so that was a different friend. <laughs> He did not ask me that. <laughs> he, um, you know,
0: because we were so amicably <laughs> separated because we just went on one date that I planned. And then I just was like, oh, my God, this guy is like, like, we're not vibing on that level. Mm-hmm. You know, it just wasn't there. And so, yeah, he did kind of start hooking up with my friend and he did. Gotcha. 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 Yeah. Got it. Got it. Got it. But funny <laughs> fucking story is when we moved in together like a year after, I noticed He'd bring home girls a lot, so there's random girls in my house, which isn't that bad, but, like, there's only so many times you can get woken up in the middle of the night so that someone can, like, use the hot tub yeah. before it gets old, you know? Yeah. And then I fucking noticed all these girls, like, looked the same, right? Like, he what, had what a What was the M.O.? Like, very, like, petite brown girls. Mm-hmm like it was a very specific So they looked like you they looked like me and then I was like okay like I know I'm a conceited bitch so like I'm not gonna like pretend like these bitches look like me like he yeah. clearly has a type but then one time his, his fucking best friends come and stay at my house he's nowhere to be fucking seen right Yeah. so they just stayed there without him being there but like weird always weird always weird right but we had a conversation and he was like they were like oh yeah that does not surprise me because you are his type and he has a type and he sticks to it and I was like dude we live in a small town how the fuck do you keep finding these
1: girls but it was weird yeah I agree super weird I'm sure that man had tried to hit on me at some point oh for sure at some point (laughs) so some I have some other foul roommate situations well yeah and it it wasn't foul it was just like messy because so the the girl that never fucking spoke she (laughs)
0: okay not to be exaggerated, but it was actually really awkward
1: yeah we literally never spoke to each other and we lived together for like a year but essentially what happened was she was usually chilling but then she'd get like super fucked up and forget that like she lived with someone like one time when like my boyfriend walks into the bathroom comes back out and he's like yes your roommate is like butt ass naked on the bathroom floor (laughs) one bathroom (laughs) and this is like the same apartment that Ella lived in with me and I was like oh fuck so they're in the middle of the night and I'm like hey girl can you like get up because we have to use the bathroom what the fuck and like I had to like Really, knock in there, you know. She was fucked up, and then yeah. I, I, she wouldn't, so I had to go grab a blanket and like carry her out and guide her to her room. And then another time, it was like not that late into the evening. I leave for a couple of hours, and then me and my boy, and she was like taking shots with this dude on the couch, right? Super whatever, random, random, whatever. <laughs> None <laughs> of my business. So we come back a few hours later, and there's like clothes everywhere, right? Mm. Like no suspects. Like both people gone but condom wrapper underwear like everything on the couch and i was like the audacity girl you couldn't just like take your longings to your room
0: Yeah, I mean, honestly, like, people used to use our old apartment like it was a fucking flop house. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was distressing. Like, one time I came home and there were two people on the ground that, like, I knew, but, like, they didn't fucking live there. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just like, what the fuck are you two doing naked on the fucking living room floor? You know? Yeah, like, I don't like this. And then one time our other friend was like oh my god, you guys have the best live-out. And a live-out's like where?
1: Like a a frat house, but like not an official frat house, like one they just rent out where people live in. We lived in the two-bedroom basement apartment. Like... (laughs) We were like, "Wait, who said this was a live out? Like, this is not what this
0: is." Yeah, but that was like the energy of that apartment. We had to put our boundaries
1: with our friends and our living spaces cuz people oh. got a little too comfy. I mean, even like this
0: is a great transition, but like even at the sorority house, like <sighs> people were not good about boundaries no. and like
1: me included. Like <laughs> Well, let me tell you right before we move to sorority, this shady bitch... Just kidding. This isn't Ella. Um, but one time I walk into the bathroom. I don't know what it is about drunk bitches in bathrooms. Ella was but as naked in the bathroom. And I was like, hey, girl, like you might want to get up. And then I see that like the whole bottom of the toilet was just on the ground. And I was like, hey, so Ella, um, yeah, our toilet is fucking broken. Mm-hmm. How did it happen? Nobody knows. Yeah. Because it was just like... One of those nights. Yeah, but it just didn't make any fucking sense. Like, how does the bottom of the toilet where it holds all the water,
0: the pump, just fall off? That was, uh, yeah, that was an L. And then when we went to get it fixed, this bitch, like, barely (laughs) fixed it. You know what I'm saying? And then, like, upcharged us. I was like, well, okay. Like... (laughs) I'm just going to let this (laughs) one go, I guess.
1: (laughs) Like, what the fuck girls are you supposed to do? We did live a little bit of, um, in a nasty little apartment. She was definitely a slumlord. I mean... At least
0: it's really funny because like you're like what at some point what are you gonna do like we would basically like so we had the, this is a little off topic but like we had this whole heat situation right we did not have heat. we didn't have heat <laughs> that and, was the situation like, you can only tell your fucking landlord so many times before you just have to be like okay well I, like what am I gonna fucking do like we just move- don't have heat we don't have heat okay this is kind of a deal
1: we can't really move out at this point <laughs> <sighs> um But anyways, Anyways. yeah, Ella and I did live together, not just at our own apartment, but also at a sorority. We didn't make it that like people sometimes are like, oh, my God, how long did you guys live there? No, we lived there for like four months.
0: No, like that's literally (laughs) not an exaggeration. Like, like, and let me tell you, in that four months, I lived eight lives like it was too fucking much. And like. You, you know, I'm living with one roommate right now, and I'm like, this is one Enough. too many, Enough. dude. Yeah. And then you live with 60 other people. And, like, the thing is, and the what I thought my, the biggest issue in this house was is that there was just such a lack of accountability mm-hmm. because it's like, there's 60 people. This could be 60 people's issues. So, first of all, even if you're not the, de- de- like, gr- gross, disgusting person who's fucking up the house, you are getting yelled at. Yeah. And two... Who gives a fuck if you're getting yelled at? Like, you can still just be a gross human being.
1: And people, like, at le- I know in like, the common spaces, I cleaned up after myself because who else was going to fucking do it? Other sorority houses had, like, housekeepers that came to clean up. Not ours, okay? We were the housekeepers. We had a chore chart. You had to you had to do your chore, or if you didn't, like, sign off by the end of the week, you'd get fined. So, yeah, maybe sometimes I sign for my chore without doing it, okay? But then I do it. <laughs> But, like, also,
0: that's just, that's not, it just doesn't make sense to me. And that's still to this day will never make sense because we were the only place on camp, like... On of sororities that didn't have a housekeeper. And, and like, we
1: paid like one of the highest prices to live there and oh, to be yeah. part of the sorority. It was
0: expensive.
1: Yeah. Which went, went into like some dumbass politics that we won't get into with sororities, but long story short. Long story short, we were overpaying and we were getting fucking shit. We were literally the worst fucking deal. We were paying how much <laughs> how much was it was at least it, like a thousand dollars a month. It was definitely we slept in bunk beds. <laughs> Ella and I shared a futon because because it was fucking negative whatever degrees in the fucking temperature rooms mm-hmm. we were at that bitches would not close the windows and fucking people
0: were so rude sometimes about shit because like basically we had a bigger room than most people because our friend literally dropped out of school like yeah. a week before so our best friend that didn't come to like didn't come back that year and everyone was like wow you guys really have a big room and i'm like yeah only because our homegirls fucking not here you assholes yeah. like the fuck and it was just so shady all the time but it was like not funny shady
1: you know no because these bitches would really be salty about it but it here's the thing ellen and i have a lot of shit as we say we have a lot of hobbies so mm-hmm. even when we had that quote-unquote bigger room you it was the size of i mean how would you compare it oh like,
0: it's literally like
1: i mean i mean this in all sincerity like if you were to put like two I, office cubicles together yeah. in a closet that was the size of our day room like
0: I've been in vans that had more square footage <laughs> than our room like I'm being dead serious like it was literally like probably what like a six and a half foot by ten foot room or something and yeah I,
1: I know like you might be thinking sororities are supposed to be like mad luxurious this was not one of those places oh no, no. Um, this had like the hundred year like wiring for the heater so it was either like your a sauna in your Room oh my god. Or fucking just cold. And then s- since Ella and I did decide to share a futon to uh, better our sleep, um, this futon wasn't fancy either. This futon Bro, was broken. It
0: literally, and I'm not exaggerating, but if you look up like the cheapest futon at Walmart, like that's what we were rocking. Like those are not built for like comfort.
1: So we would just like make it into a casualty of the day and then be like, Ella, it's sleep time. <laughs> I like that no one called us out about it being weird. Well, you know what? I people did
0: not. I think people knew we were like on, like on the, the edge. Verge. We the were verge on the edge, of losing dude. it. Like yeah. we were we started losing it. Like I mean, one funny story is that like we had like a milk gate situation, <laughs> and so basically after like it was like a Sunday morning, and people go into the kitchen, and there's literally like not exaggerating, fifteen gallons of milk on the ground, and it's like who did this? It's,
1: like fess up who did it and everyone was like not me not i and it was one of those times where ella and i were like we didn't even go out last night so it's not us (laughs) because
0: we're like we were usual suspects
1: you know what i'm saying like whenever there was
0: like something fucked up that happened even if like we had nothing to do with it it was like
1: it was very easy (laughs) Ella probably you know fucking disrespectful how fucking rude We did a good job there, mostly. We were pretty okay, I think, as roommates in the house. Except, okay, so there was... We pulled our weight, I think, more than a lot of people as
0: far as, like, cleaning, organizing,
1: like... There was random shit, like, broken shit just everywhere. And I'd be like, okay, so, like, what's the deal with this? Like, can this get taken care of? Like, who's in charge? No one would answer. So I just started fucking throwing shit away, pulling broken things out of walls, fixing Mm -hmm. up the house, because I was like, so this is the system? There is no system. Okay, then no one's gonna know if something is gone that's ugly
0: yeah so we did a lot of like we did a lot of DIYs for around the house <laughs> we like really like I mean you know we're long and gone there but I'm sure that people <laughs> probably like are like oh they're enjoying shit that we improved you know what
1: I'm saying yeah <laughs> Our little DIYs. One time, I tried to take down a mirror because it was ugly. Oh God! And they hadn't taken down this mirror probably in like ten years, and they had just painted around it, so I had to put it back up there. Which
0: that's such insanity. Like if you're painting a commercial, commercial, but like if you're painting a commercial living space, you wouldn't take the mirror off so that you could paint under it. So we literally, (laughs) like, it was fucking a comedy of errors because we take off this mirror and we're like. Is this a fucking joke? It's a different color. It's a completely different color. And we're like do we have this paint color? And everyone's like no. And I'm like okay so what did we do? We just got a bigger nicer mirror and just put it in the same spot. Yeah.
1: It was also really difficult to get away with being mentally ill in the sorority house because you got <laughs> bitches like obviously all up in your shit. Like one time I really felt like Ella went to take a shower and I didn't see her for like maybe 30 minutes and, and she had like just broken her foot and I was like, kind of concerned so I just went in the shower and I was and I, like so and the thing Thing is our showers were like see-through, bro. Like I don't <laughs> know why they were doing they gave us see-through doors.
0: Yeah,
1: it was like really uncomfortable. Little body on the floor. And I was like, Oh my god, Ella, are you, Kaylee? Did you fall? And she's like, No, <laughs> I'm just having okay. a- I'm just having a rough time. I'm just gonna lay here for a minute. So,
0: in all truthfulness, like, I swear to God, like, I really love a nice shower. You know what I'm saying? Actually, I would prefer a bath, if I'm being completely honest. (laughs) But there was, like, one bathtub. And, and, you know, that's a whole separate thing. And so, I was just standing in the shower. And I thought, I'm just going to take a little rest. (laughs) Because I had a broken ankle. (laughs) So, I just, like, lied down. And, like, yeah, they were completely see-through. So, like, people saw me and shit. But I, like, was, like... I was like messy, depressy. So I really didn't care. But in retrospect, I think so much of like my mental place was like situational because it Mm -hmm. is really stressful to live with that many people. Some people are fucking built for it. I was not.
1: I know some people were like, oh, you know, I really didn't mind it. And I was like, ugh. Like, I just, I do enjoy my own space. We we got like little cubicle things as our like study space. They were like right next to each other in like very narrow area. So you really like could not escape. And like you couldn't have men over because for some reason, like some weird misconception from fucking Christianity from whenever sorority started. They say like, if you have men over, you're a whore or some bullshit.
0: I think it would have gotten men messy if we were... I don't think so, though, because other other sororities are allowed. It was just us specifically. Yeah. Uh, But... Yeah. Uh, The one thing that like drove me nuts, like literally crazy, was no matter what time of day, it was never quiet. Like there was always Mm. someone moving around, making noise, (laughs) making food in the kitchen. You could never get like an inch of silence and solitude in that whole house 24 fucking seven. I would be up doing like all nighters and I would like hear somebody fucking making goddamn whatever in the kitchen and I just was just like god damn it I can't escape the noise and I literally like <laughs> felt like I was like, a, like that was my villain origin story you know what I'm saying like if I had stayed yeah. there any longer than four months I would have lost my mind
1: <laughs> so this goes into there's 16 women and like everyone almost everybody turns up and you get a lot of like different responses to how people like drink and sleep and I just like Ella does this but also other girls did you would start wailing and the middle of the night I'd be like uh. <laughs> I'd be like Ella shut the fuck up you're screaming yeah one time I do remember that I don't recall exactly how I got home but I woke up and I was like holding my shoes and then the people at- earlier were like are you okay and I'm like what do you mean and just like your alarm kept going off and you couldn't reach it so you just started crying <laughs> it's like a oh, fuck
0: yeah it was um honestly the other part about this thing and like being in college was like there was always someone fucking drunk and always <laughs> someone on some like on another level you know yeah, what i'm yeah. saying like if you like i remember this one time like I get a fucking FaceTime from my friend at like 8 p.m. on a Tuesday and it's like, hey, like, I'm in the parking lot, like, um, I'm in the parking lot of fucking Beta Theta, fuck my ass, or whatever, and, like, you should come drink, and I'm like, you're in a parking lot right now? And then they'd come home to the house and they're being loud and drunk, and it's like, I can't even judge them because I'm like this, like, but on I do Thursdays and Fridays, tomorrow, so you know? I'm going to need you to,
1: like, act like you're not fun right now. And there's <laughs> always someone focus. who's, like, down to go out. Mm. And so, like, it
0: was, like, one of those things where it was so hard to be, like, a well-behaved member of society. Mostly
1: when you, like, create fun and you have yeah. FOMO. Because you're, you just want to have a good time.
0: And you're right there. Like, the bar's literally across the street. Like, why not? You know? Yeah.
1: That house was also where I got really into caffeine it mm-hmm. was just, like, a pretty, honestly, unbelievable living environment. Like, I remember that I had so much to do, and I had a job, and I had the sorority, that I w- would not sleep over, like, maybe a couple hours a night, and, I like, the president of our sorority, I was pretty close with, and she wouldn't sleep either, because she had a lot going on, too. So, we would take, like, turns yeah. taking naps and, like, waking yeah. each other up in the middle of the night, and then she's like, okay, I'm gonna take a nap, like, can you wake me up in, like, two hours And We just do that, and I honestly, like, now looking back at it, I'm like, oh, my God, God, that contributed so much to why I was like so depressed I didn't sleep yeah. I drank all the time I it was a very toxic toxic space for me and then I remember on dad's weekend and this was after I got my MIP as uh, my, my dad is yeah. a Mexican father he was not impressed with my behavior mm-hmm. um, so he came to see my living situation on dad's weekend and he was like I can't believe you live like this like yeah you have to get out and I was just like you're right like I really do have to get out yeah, it's um, it was one of those things
0: where, like, literally, like, get out. I was like, that was literally the vibe where it was, like, it was also very weird because, like, living with someone that you know is fucking whack politically is also mm. really crazy. Yeah. I think that was the only situation where I didn't vibe, like, 200% with people that I was living with as far as these things. So, like, things would come up and you'd be like, that was a fucking microaggression and it's 8 a.m., bitch.
1: You know? <laughs> it's too early for this shit it's too early yeah that was the first place because i've always been very open about just like my identity started in college and being vulnerable and that's the place where i realized like people didn't understand like they'd be like oh bernie said she's undocumented but like like what does that mean you know and they wouldn't necessarily ask me about it right. but i would hear like hey they kind of like asked me what that was about so then i'd be like hey bitch um this is what i mean so let's get the whole picture yeah yeah and that
0: whole situation i remember so like One time when I got in trouble for something, I forget the time, but you know, I got in trouble several times there. But I was talking to our advisor and I was like, I literally just like, there's so much gossip. There's so much like, everyone is in your business. Mm -hmm. And like, it's just a lot to have this many people. Have opinions on your life, like yeah. I think like having one roommate who like has something to say is a lot different than having sixty other people who, on some level, you don't really respect their fucking life choices either. <laughs> yeah. So it's like kind of hard to like be judged by someone that you don't really fucking respect their opinion. Yeah. Anyways, and she was like, no, but like it's like this everywhere. Like no, like you always. It doesn't matter. It's not just this house. It's like all of them are like that. I'm like,
1: oh, so this is a systematic issue, right? And I, I was, was like, like, okay.
0: And I literally sat there and I was like, oh, I feel like you thought you. You just did something but it's like actually the opposite because now i'm realizing
1: like this isn't for this me. This is not for this me. Culture. This culture is a no. Like, I'm just not built like this, yeah. bro. The biggest hypocritical situations that would happen is that for some magical reason, Ellen and I would make grades. Like, my grades right. were always up. Yes, I drank. I did a lot of stuff. But my grades were up to par. And then you had all these girls that never went out, that never made grades commenting on your life, right? And I'm right. like, bitch, at least I'm thriving at school. Like, I don't know what you're doing with your time because I know what I'm doing with all of my time. But you don't have a job. You literally are taking way less credits and classes than mine, and you don't go out. So, I don't like, do you just sit around and never do your homework? No, that actually
0: was super frustrating because, like, I literally, like, I really hope that people will listen to this and be like, damn, that bitch shouldn't have been doing that. And I want to make sure I don't do that. But like I was taking 18 credits a semester. I was working literally full time. And then I was also drinking. And I was also I, did, I, was, I was a part of leadership within the sorority. So I was doing fucking shit ton. And then people would be like, oh, my God, like she's super messy. And I'm like, am I really? Yes, Of (laughs) course. Yes, I am messy. But at least I get my shit done. Like, you know, I fucking graduated. I have a degree in economics. Like...
1: Yeah something to say yeah. to this I think um, if I were to give advice to myself I would have dropped the sorority earlier and yeah, I, I urge people who are like very stressed in college and are taking part in a lot of stuff to really think about getting the fuck out of there. Like you are going to get an education and then your life starts.
0: Like I think there's this false narrative mm-hmm. that like it's not enough just to do a degree. You have to be super involved. That's me, false. It's false and th- th- to another point it's almost doing people a disservice because yeah. it's creating this like like sure I'm gonna I'm sure that there's some exceptions where like you need to do internships. But do you need to do internships, be the student body president and be in a fraternity? Like no. probably not. And I think a lot of people uh they're like, oh well, like Greek, da,
1: da, 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 da. yeah, the Greek system is not widely popular. And bro, it's truly embarrassing if you go to any place that you want to work after college and you're like, I was president or I was social chair of blah, 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 blah. Like no one fucking cares about that.
0: No one really does. You're better off honestly getting a job. Yes. Like getting a job and keeping a job on connecting, campus.
1: networking.
0: Yeah. And so I think sometimes, like, I did this sorority thing and, like, I made myself busy because I was like, bro, being in a sorority doesn't make sense if I don't have, like, a leadership position or have something to show for this. But then I was just, like, so fucking run out. And I think it's also, like, if I had any advice for college students, it's, like, Get a roommate that's going to like lift you up and make you better. I feel like me and Berenice, when we moved out, like we had a lot like we still had things that we needed to work on, but it was a much better situation because we were held each other accountable. But you don't need to be living with fucking strangers that you don't fucking know.
1: Yeah, sometimes that does add stress, but sometimes it could be a good thing. Like, obviously, yeah, you're a grown up. If you need to live with people you don't know for a little bit, it's going to be fine. Make the best out of it. Set some boundaries, you know?
0: Yeah, I would just say communicate. Yeah. Communication's key with anybody. It's hard. Yeah, it is. It's easier to set boundaries in the beginning, though, than later on.
1: I agree. I agree. (laughs) Boundaries are important. (laughs) we always come back to communication boundaries I know and I think it's because Ella and I didn't have any boundaries when we first moved in together because we literally like shared a fucking cubicle sized room that when we first moved together our lives were like literally mushed together and we did like everything together and Mm -hmm. I think like as it progressed both of us were like well sometimes I don't like it when you do this and he's like oh sometimes I don't like it when you do this so it was a lot more difficult to set those boundaries Yeah. once we were like we had already lived together for a year and there were things that because I feel like we love each other so much was like oh i'll just let it slide i'll just let it slide like it's fine you know
0: well for sure and i feel like i mean that's kind of the situation that you have to compromise on some level but on some level it's just way better and causes a lot less stress to have really clear everything you know Mm -hmm. and so i know that like and even now like um i had a before i moved in with my current roommate we like sat down had a whole conversation like literally like a two hour long conversation about like like, expectations, da 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 And then now I'm like, oh, shit. Like, I sh- should have gone over that and that and yeah. that and that. So, you know, they're really tough conversations to have. And I feel like if you're going into college, it's even more important because it's, like, brand new people. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm.
1: But it'll be fucking fun. <laughs> if you don't like a place you're living, get out. Sometimes it's uh, easier said than done. For sure. But, um, yeah, if you have any roommate stories or any... <laughs> We we've had a, a good share of roommates I've that I think a we could uh, of roommates. we could give some sound advice. Again, we weren't stellar roommates all the time. I no. have a lot of faults, but I think that now I am committed to being the most the best roommate I can be.
0: <laughs> I know, and, and now I feel like you know you get older and wiser and shit. So like, but I was definitely like a fucking fuck. I'm like I still am a fuckhead on some level. You know what I'm mm. saying? You try not to be a fuckhead, but then you end up being a fuckhead on yeah, accident. Yeah, and then you have to sit and you like, got oh god it, i wish i would have done something different in that situation but and that, yeah and I, gonna I
1: think that's also something important to remember that like i don't believe that people are trying to like piss you off or like do yeah. things that you know you're you don't like and that's why sometimes it's important to just like communicate like hey i said th- we had set this boundary let's work on it before it festers into something more sound advice
0: Plugs of the week. So, my plug of the week is called Enoki's Bathhouse and it's spelled I N O K I Bathhouse. And it is an Asian American woman, small owned business. And they basically make like bathhouse recipes like you would get in traditional Japanese bathhouse and they make them for home so you basically get a very luxury
1: bath experience. So you can find them at Enoki Bathhouse. Check them out. My plug of the week this week goes to the TV show Betty. It's on HBO and it follows a group of women who kind of vary from like their 20s, I would say like teens to 20s and they'll skateboard together and they're, it's based off like an actual skateboarding sisterhood in New York called the Skate Kitchen so you can check out Um, at the skate kitchen on instagram to see like the actual people some of the people that are actually part of the group ended up being in this tv show so definitely check it out they're all advocating for women skateboarding all right those were the plugs of the week
0: all right you guys well thank you so much for listening to this episode like usual we'll be here next wednesday but remember to subscribe like and rate the podcast it helps out a lot
1: absolutely and then you can follow us on our instagram where we post plugs of the week and other announcements
0: you can find us at thanks the number four your concern and i'm at ll tutor and
1: i'm at bernice ADSM. bye everybody